Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Trying to digress from, you know, the last couple of games. Just trying to look, you know, find my rhythm, play good basketball, try to find my teammates. And, you know, so there's going to be nights that I don't score the ball. There's going to be nights that I feel good and I score the ball more. You know, the basketball gods reward me. But um, I'm just trying to, you know, play good basketball, try to get better by each uh, possession. Those are the words of Giannis, another MVP in the state of Wisconsin. Bucks with big win last night. Uh, I shouldn't say big in the sense of, man, they beat this dominant team like the New York Knicks, but a big win last night because of the crowd. And not because of the crowd next door at the Trump rally, but I'm talking about the crowd getting into it because they were chanting Go Pack Go last night. Zedaria Smith, Aaron Jones, both down there sitting courtside. It was an electric atmosphere at the Pfizer Forum last evening. As uh, Welcome back to the program. I'm Bill Michaels, Radio Joe across the way. we got Evan Heffelfinger here and joining us on the Schneider Orange Orange Hotline. Our buddy Eric Name uh, is joining us, our Milwaukee basketball insider as well. Eric, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're doing well. So what an atmosphere, huh? To get to some of these Packers that are going for an NFC Championship game. They come down from Green Bay, hang out in Milwaukee, and the whole place goes nuts last night. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty fun to watch because, uh, you know, by that time, Giannis had put in the work that he needed to do, scoring 37 points in 22 minutes. So he was sitting there on the bench, and, you know, it was, it was kind of funny. Placer form isn't exactly the, the building that Giannis built, but it's definitely the building that Giannis made quite loud. Uh, for the last year, and it was just kind of funny. The Darius Smith was sitting right next to the Bucks bench, and you could kind of see Giannis looking over, like, "Oh, this is normally my place." Okay, different team, same state. All right, let's do this. Like, right. go pack, go. Sure. Uh, so it, it was just it, it was a cool moment to to have those two teams, you know, obviously having success at the exact same moment, and to have you know two Packers, uh, hugely impactful Packers, uh, in the building for that game. And just seeing Packers fans and Bucks fans unite and go crazy with a go pack go, and the Bucks enjoying it from the bench because they had built such a large lead, it was kind of a, a cool moment as you see both these teams having a whole lot of success right now. So uh, one of the big questions, I mean, even though Giannis went in last night and did his work and got it done and, and did it, you know, pretty tremendously, the question uh, I have for you is: Is his back one hundred percent okay, or is he still having issues? Yeah, I mean, uh, every time, I think by the end of the road trip, uh, they were quite annoyed by us asking about it because throughout the entire West Coast road trip, Giannis didn't really look like himself. So every single night, either me or Matt Velasquez would ask, you know, how's the back, how's it doing? And uh, the the response was, there's nothing wrong with his back. He's totally fine. And it just didn't seem to be the truth because he didn't look like himself. I think he's very much looked like himself. Uh, one against the Portland Trailblazers in the final game of the road trip, and then again, last night so uh the line we've gotten from mike Benholzer is that this is january this is normal january wear and tear uh that Giannis goes to the basket so much takes such a beating every night that he's gonna have a sore back from time to time and that's just kind of par for the course in january but um 
whether or not it's it's hurt more than normal, I would say it probably is. But uh, they tend to think that that's just normal, and that's what what's going to happen once you get to the midpoint of the season and you get in this kind of couple of weeks before the All Star break, where I think teams really separate themselves from just the good teams and the great teams, and and you often see that from the moment that you hit the new year to the all-star break, that's where you see the best teams in the league separate themselves from the teams that are just really good or the teams that might've had a hot start to the season. So that's the spot that we're in right now. And, you know, they're saying that this is, is pretty normal wear and tear and nothing out of the ordinary for him. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, you know, with the way he's been playing, obviously he puts a ton of strain and stress upon his body. So, you know, I look, I get it. I, I, you know, Giannis could be ailing a little bit or have some normal bumps and bruises and aches and pains and stuff like that. You're looking forward to the All-Star break getting here. We were talking uh, the other day to Matt Velasquez. I wanted to ask you, uh, some of the guys that have been the unsungs, we keep waiting for the postseason. It's almost like you you know they're going there, so some people just go, ah, eh, you know, let us know when they get there. But what they're doing right now is quite remarkable, and they're getting it done from many different phases. Is there an Achilles heel? Is there a chink in the armor that is the Milwaukee Bucks right now? I think one of the big things with this team is every coach that we we talk to is that they're amazed that the Bucks can both be so efficiently, so just so efficient offensively, but then also play at the fastest pace of the league. And you know, we were just in Sacramento. That's a team that has played fast for a couple of years now, and when they play fast, it gets ragged. It just it doesn't it doesn't look good. And the Bucks tend not to do that. Like They get out in transition. They still take good shots. They're still solid defensively. So the things that typically go along with team playing fast, they don't do. And because of that, they're just able to throttle teams. And I think the, the main concern with this team is always going to be what happens in half-court settings. And the NBA playoffs are largely a half-court game. Teams don't allow you to get out in transition. They are much more disciplined in those moments. So all these points that Giannis can get in, in fast breaks and on the in transition, some of those dry up. Not all of them. He's still going to be able to get out some, but in the playoffs, those points dry up. So I think one thing that we've seen throughout this whole season is there's been multiple times where Bud is just furious with his team up 20 points, and you're trying to figure out why. And the reason why is, you know, he's told his guys, like, stop doing fast breaks. We don't, we don't need any work on fast breaks. We're really good at those. We want to play half-court basketball right now. We're up 20. We want to work on some things. So keep it in the half-court, slow it down, and let's see that execution. And and to me, that's the thing that is going to continue to stand out with this team and I think the question that you're going to have. I think defensively they're going to be fine. Last year they were the best defense in the league. They were great defensively in the postseason. It was just not being able to score enough in the half-court. I think that remains the question this year. And uh, they're obviously working on it. They're working towards getting better and more efficient in those spots. But I think that's going to be the big thing for this team is how do they score in the postseason and how do they score when teams slow them down? Because that's more often than not what happens in the playoffs. Talking to our Milwaukee basketball insider, Eric Name. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric underscore Name, N-E-H-M. So the Bucks a game past the halfway point of the season. Do me a favor. Tell me about a couple of the unsung. So as we get towards the end of the season, like last year they didn't have DiVincenzo. Uh, talk about his play. Talk about some of the new additions because what this, to me at least, what these guys have brought is constant 
depth. It's not like you get it. You know, it's kind of like hockey. You can get drop offs in lines when you change lines, and it seems like when the Bucks, short of when Giannis is not on the floor, you don't have a dramatic drop off in performance, no matter what lineup you're running out there. Yeah, I mean, even when they do take Giannis off the floor, I think last time I checked, they were plus six points per 100 possessions with him off the floor. So even with him off the floor, they're still doing it, and it really is a credit to their depth. And you know, I think. Steven Chenzo is obviously one of the names that you point to as as to how they're able to continue doing this. And I just think you see him grow every single game that he plays. He gets more comfortable making reads. He gets more comfortable uh, trusting his basketball instincts at the next level after playing uh, just 29 games in his rookie season. I think you're seeing him get more and more comfortable, getting more comfortable making reads, and I mean, getting more comfortable jumping passing lanes. That's something that if you tried as a rookie – you can look real stupid sometimes. <laughs> NBA players know all the tricks. They understand that. And this year, I think what you're seeing is last year you worried about his base defense and being in the right position. This year, he's taking more chances. He's he's really reading the floor well and going out and making a bunch of plays on the defense. And so I think that's one thing that stands out. And I think the other thing that stands out for this team this year is having Robin Lopez on the roster. I know in the NBA there's – there's always a lot of talk about downsizing and what your small ball lineups look like and you know what you can do uh, without a center on the floor. And this Bucks team has really prioritized having a true center on the floor for 48 minutes with Brooke and Robin Lopez. And you know, early in the year, I think Robin struggled a little bit offensively and defensively. You know, trying to figure out the Bucks scheme, trying to figure out exactly how all this is going to work. And You know, in the last month or so, I think Robin's really figured out where his spots are on the floor, figured out what he can do offensively, and he's getting more comfortable defensively. And now you're in a spot where if you do have to go up against Joe in the playoffs, which seems incredibly likely with, you know, the way that the the Sixers can play when they have things going right, that's huge. They don't have to try to figure out an undersized way to do it. They don't have to put Giannis on him. They don't have to try to put Ursan Ilyasov on him. They have a second true center, and they can just roll him out there, and he'll be ready to go then. So I think those are two that really stand out to me for guys coming off the bench. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Eric, it is always great to chat with you and talk some Bucks basketball. The Bucks continue to win. Big night last night, and they'll continue to move on. We'll talk again next week, and I know we're squeezing you in with a lot of Packers chatter, but <laughs> Packers chatter filled the building last night, so it was good to, good to kind of have a crossover there as well. Yes, indeed. Sounds good. I'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Eric Name, our Milwaukee basketball insider. You can find him on Twitter at Eric underscore Name, N-E-H-M. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.